Good morning, everybody. This is Ron and Amy. Welcome to episode three of This Empty Nest. Ooh, number three. Number three. And so today we're going to be talking about uh, a little concept that we like to call his and her TV shows, although it's a little <laughs> bit bigger than TV shows. And um, then we're also going to continue our Bob Goffathon uh, and look at chapter five and Love Does. So uh, you ready to kick this thing off? I'm ready. All right. And so uh, one of the things that I want to acknowledge right off the bat is that uh, we have, I think, decided to go ahead and go with a podcast. We have decided that? Well, I think it's probably more of a pencil on paper at this <laughs> point than a pen on paper. I like pencil. And uh, and, and I really, you know, we'll, we'll talk about maybe this part of the journey a little bit later on, but I think we've decided on the title of This Empty Nest. Um, and with a subtitle of getting back to us. I like that. And I think, and I think that the reason, the reason is because, um, we're empty nesters. Yes, we are. And I think that's kind of a point in life, especially in today's world where, where parents are so much more involved with their children, um, that empty nesting can be a little bit scary. In fact, I would say it's probably on par with teenagers and young adults becoming adulting. Yes, becoming I, adulting uh-huh. that doesn't make sense, but uh, getting into that phase of their life where they have to start adulting. I will say one thing that helps with that is a family group text where we just all can randomly put things that are the, going the kiddos to, would call that a grext. Oh, okay, whatever. But we all can post things about whatever. Usually, Reagan or Ron uh, post about what I'm doing that's funny and everyone else would laugh, but you know, that's another story. Uh, but you know, there could be days where no one says any responds and then you get, uh, one of our kids hardly ever says anything and then boom, there's like three or four texts. And so I think it's just all of us way of staying kind of close together as we go about our busy lives. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to add that, but that's what made me think of that. That's okay. You know, I think one of the things that we've decided early on about uh, us doing this is um, it's probably not going to be as polished as some of the other stuff that you might hear. Yeah, I'm not really that polished. I think that's kind of a metaphor for our marriage. (laughs) 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 So I'm not quite sure what group text have to do with uh, empty nesting. Well, because... Part of people, I think people think empty nesting is you have, you know, you have to feel sad that the kids are gone or you have to feel like, oh, mopey and miss them. So the answer is a grext. Okay. You keep interrupting about this grext thing. What I'm saying is I, for me, I, I love that my kids are out there doing their own thing and that group text brings us all back together while they're doing their own thing. I got it. So so the grext is just a, a tool in the tool belt. To help Absolutely. deal with it. I got it. I got it. And so uh, I think another uh, <clears throat> another tool in the empty nest tool belt, since we're, we're talking about this this morning and drinking our coffee, is something that I think has really just kind of come up in the past year or so. So uh, this may not be specific to empty nest, but kind of this concept of his and her TV shows. And um, let me explain, because this is probably more so my thing than Amy's thing. Yeah, you came up with this. Um, so, you know... We get up really early, four o'clock every morning, uh, certainly during the week. And we have a morning routine that probably lasts about two, two and a half hours. And I like to say that I probably get more done by 8 a.m. than the rest of the day, right? To kind of coin an old army commercial, I think, from the 70s. And uh, the the idea that that at the end of the day, which at the end of the day for us is like 6 6.30. p.m., 6 p.m., 6.30, <laughs> like where we're starting to wind down. Um, 
I'm not looking to to read a book. I'm not looking to uh, to make myself better. I'm just I'm just quite honestly, I'm looking to to try and figure out how I can start to turn off brain cells for the day. And that sounds that sounds horrible putting it into words and putting it out there uh, into the world, but. I just like to watch a good TV show for like an hour, hour and a half a day. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but then there are also times when I'm traveling and uh, when, when I travel for work, I do the same thing when I get back to the hotel room at night. Uh, you know, I need, I need to wind down, especially because I, I don't sleep as well on the road. So I have these TV shows that I watch. And so in my head, I always kind of think of, okay, these are the TV shows that I watch when I'm by myself, whether it's on the road or if Amy's not at home or whatever, those are the his shows. And for me, those tend to be a little bit more manly shows like Vikings or, you know, swords and fighting they're and stuff. They're not all manly. Don't, okay, don't no. kid yourself there. <laughs> no, they're not all manly. <laughs> and so Amy has her Amy has her young, good-looking doctor shows. Oh, whatever. I just like doctor and cop shows. Those are just like intense, I think. Young, good-looking doctor and cop <laughs> I, shows. That is not why I watch those. Well, they all tend to be young and good looking. But anyways, Whatever. those are shows that I don't typically watch. And then I have the shows that she doesn't typically watch. And what I've noticed lately is like uh, at the end of the day, if she's going to be a little late and I never watch the us shows because that's that's a cardinal sin. That is right? a cardinal sin. But I think those are that that leads to walking papers in a marriage. <laughs> Uh, about walking papers, but <laughs> but the idea the idea is that uh, you know like if she's not home and I watch the me shows the his shows and she comes in and you know it takes her five or ten minutes to kind of get settled or whatnot and what I've learned is if I'm watching a me show that is not so typically over the top me that if I don't shut it off right away and she starts to kind of pick walking around the room here what's that what are you watching what are they doing. What's this show about? There's a certain line that gets crossed pretty quickly, and it's within minutes of where that show becomes an us show. So here's a perfect example of that. Like I do, I do have my guilty pleasures. You, you are correct, and and um, every once in a while, I kind of get hooked on a on a goofy reality show. <laughs> I typically I typically don't, and I make fun of the I make fun of the the kids, especially the girls, for watching their reality shows. But uh, not too long ago, and I forget how I got on it, but I got on the show Below Deck, which is about uh, it's a reality show about yachting, yachting. You know, because we're going to go on that next yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's just your typical it's your typical reality show of where they kind of create these situations and quote unquote reality happens. And um, it was on one day when Amy came in, and it, no, you started watching it when I was taking down the Christmas tree oh, ornaments. That's what it was that you didn't want to help with. So um, I was doing that. That's while probably another you podcast TV episode. And um, you were watching it, so of course I can multitask and take down Christmas tree ornaments and watch the show. So that was your mistake, not mine. Mm. Well, one of many, and so it quickly became an us show. And so now we have become fascinated with this show, and I think we're almost at the end of at the end of the run, which is a good thing because I have better things that I probably need to move on in my life and tackle than than watch a silly uh, reality TV show about yachting. Yeah, but it is good. But it but it is kind of it does kind of bring up this concept in the empty nest of where um, you you do have to. You, 
you know, and, and probably this is something that we should have come up with like 20 years ago. Um, but I think it's so hard, like when you've got kids in the house and especially young kids, um, and we tried to never make them the sole focus, but certainly they take up a lot of your energy, regardless mm-hmm. of how much the focus you make your kids. Some more than others. Some, some more than others. They know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so the, uh, as you get into an empty nest routine, it's important to kind of have the things that are yours and, um, or what's the old saying, yours, mine, and ours. So mm-hmm. I'm going to speak to you. It's important that you have, Amy has, the things that are yours, that I have, Ron has, the things that are mine, and then we have the things that are ours. Mm-hmm. And probably more important to be, to communicate about what those things are. Yes. I would totally agree with that. And, but you know what? Sometimes it's okay to blend and become an ours when it starts out as a yours or mine. I think that's As you've demonstrated several times. Sometimes that's the best because <laughs> it starts off as one of our passions and the other one's like, ooh, you're passionate about that. Well, hold on. Your- I don't know that below deck is a passion. Well, I know, but I mean, it, I'm, that's just one thing I'm okay. saying in general. Well, give me an example besides a TV show. Okay. So I. Uh, hiking. You kind of wanted to get involved in that. And I was like, ooh, hiking? I don't know about that. It seems like a lot of work. But I leaned into it because it's something you were interested in. And now it's an R thing. Okay. That is a, that's a pretty good example. And so, yeah, so hiking is a thing that, that we use. Um, and it's, it's kind of interesting because over the last couple of weeks, now it's no longer a yours, mine, and ours, but now it's a, it's a theirs. As our kids want to do it. <laughs> so as we've started to do it, we post pictures and we talk about it, and the kids look at that and they say, oh, that looks fun. We might want to join. And so, <laughs> so that, that uh, certainly expands it into a yours mine, ours, and theirs. I know another thing. Okay. Morning time. Yeah, this is a good one. I am a morning person, and you would get up with me because you wanted to get up with me, but I think you you like it as much as I do now. I wouldn't say you always wanted to get up as early as me and do what we do. I... uh... I've always been a morning about, person. Like I have a well, reputation, a even at, even at work, I have a reputation of being a morning but person. I don't think you embraced getting up and spending. Uh, well, let, let's call it purposeful time. morning time. Yes. So yes. I, I can remember many years ago, I would get up and um, play World of Warcraft, for example, while mm-hmm. I drink my coffee. Right. Not my not my finest moments. Whatever it's it's your it's yeah your it was time. that was a that well that was also something that was never going to become ours <laughs> that is <laughs> definitely true <laughs> but but I think that you know now that's a great example of where uh, we do spend our time together mm-hmm. um, and in fact I know when I'm traveling it's hard for me to replicate that mm-hmm. um, part of it is because you know like I like my chair. And yeah. I like my space, and I like my stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I'm traveling, that doesn't exist as much. You should learn how to deploy a nest. Mm-mm. Then you can do it anywhere. Yeah, that's probably another conversation for, <laughs> for another day. So we'll put a hey, pin in that. my nest, empty nest. I just got that. Anyhow. <laughs> So, uh, so it's, it's, you know, I think that this kind of this concept of yours, mine, ours, uh, and theirs is an important concept to uh, a couple that's kind of going through an empty nest. And, and for those of you that aren't in that stage yet, if you look around your life, um, I think yours, mine, ours, and theirs is also important, even if you've got like young kids, 
right? Mm-hmm. And, and the, probably the most important thing is to communicate very openly where those boundaries are and to be okay with the br- boundaries blurring once in a while. Yeah. So We always slept with a locked door. The kids never came in. <laughs> oh, it's not that kind of podcast. So, oh, well, I mean, but yeah, I'm right. You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yeah, squirrel. And so, uh, so we're going to continue this morning our kind of our our Bob Goffathon. I think uh, have we used him before? I think we have. I think we did in the in what is now called episode one, but was really just us pressing record. Mm-hmm. I think we did. Although I'm I'm not really sure. I know that. I know that certainly my Kindle highlighter has been going over time in the book Love Does by Mm -hmm. Bob Goff the last. I think I'm about five chapters ahead of you. Yeah, you probably are. And so uh, I, you know, I have to I have to tell this story uh, because every time every time I I learn a lesson in that book, I kind of think to uh, how I heard about that book Uh, when we lived in Granbury a couple of years ago. I had a good friend, Tyler, that we would get together and probably about once a month and we would just have coffee. Yeah, geek out is probably the best. (laughs) Like, you know, like he would kind of help me get a better idea of what was going on in my life, especially at work and vice versa. And um, one morning he told me about this book, Love Does, and for some reason it sticks in my mind and the name of that book and the name of the author stuck in my mind, which if you know me, stuff like that doesn't stick in my head. Whatever you think, stick in your head all the time. Not, not like specific things. Okay. Ideas and stories stick in my head, but s- specific things like authors and book titles that I've never heard of don't really stick in my head. Mm-hmm. So Tyler talked about this guy, and I thought, well, that sounds kind of interesting. And uh, and so about uh, a couple of months ago, um, I was reading another book by Donald Miller, and he talks about his friend Bob Goff, uh, who offices on Tom Sawyer's Island in what in Disneyland. That's pretty awesome. And so uh, so then I remember, oh yeah, Bob Goff, Love Does. And so I downloaded the book. And so I always think of Tyler when we talk about this book. Um, and uh, I really appreciate, you know, just conversations with people and getting recommendations from them uh, that they have found valuable and sharing that with mm-hmm. you. And the thing about it is, is those things may not come to fruition, fruition right away. It's planting seeds. Planting seeds. And so Amy chose today's quote, so I'm going to read the quote, and then I'm going to kind of let her talk about that a little bit. You ready okay. for this? I'm going, to, I'm going to put on my narrator voice. Okay. Or do you want to read it? No, you read it because I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> All right. And so this is uh, from Chapter 5 of Love Does. And when each of us looks back at all the turns and folds God has allowed in our lives, I don't think it looks like a series of folded over mistakes and do-overs that have shaped our lives. Instead, I think we'll conclude in the end that maybe we're all a little like human origami, and the more creases we have, the better. Yes. So I I chose this uh, quote for many different reasons, one for personal and then also for our marriage. And the thing is, I was thinking at first, I... I wasn't 100% focused on, when I wrote this quote, it being for this podcast. And then, so we kind of, uh, behind the scenes conversation, we were discussing before we started this, how we were going to use this quote. that was a discussion. Well, it, it kind of got heated. And my personality is I want things to be flat, smooth, and easygoing. And... You're not Ron, a fan of conflict. No, I am not. And Ron was kind of getting frustrated with me. A lot frustrated. Well, with let's. Me. Well, let's and so I want to back away, but I leaned into it. The crease 
and the folds so it could be better, I think. So we we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier on in this mm-hmm. idea of this morning time has uh, certainly there are yours and yours and mine components to our morning time yes. and um <clears throat> and on. this 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 thing is new. This this us spending this time to record something on some mornings is now in ours. Yes. And this is new. And in fact, uh, this is the first weekday that we've recorded. We we've, mm-hmm. we've got to go to work here. In fact, I'm I'm getting in a car and heading to Austin later today. But uh, I am already kind of in the headspace from having my morning time end up somewhere. So finding finding something that inspires me and then writing about it. Mm-hmm. You have not really been in that space. No, my morning time has been for the past year of me time. And so I'm usually about hmm, at least... Half a mile or a mile behind you on a road when we go somewhere. So I'm running to catch up to you, and I'll get there. I'm just a little bit farther behind. <laughs> and so I think that you know, kind of this idea is like as uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a Brene Brownism here that we we rumble with. Brene. You know, it used to be that, um, and you know, we're probably we're nowhere near done growing in this area. But it, it used to be that when we get into any kind of disagreement, mm-hmm. um, you would just you would just retreat, and yeah. that always left me feel like I didn't didn't have a partner in that mm-hmm. conversation. Right. And so, um, I didn't know why at the, you know, during those times, but now in reading books like this and quotes like this is understanding that we both kind of crave the creases. Yes. I like the creases after the fact. I'm still not a fan of the creases during the crease. <laughs> During the crease. <laughs> that's like hard. I'm not a fan of the crease during the crease. Okay, let me process <laughs> well, that. Well, you know, when the, the process of creasing the paper, it's a fold and it's kind of rough and messy. Do you think the paper feels pain when you crease it? I don't think the paper feels anything. Mm. But, but you do. I do enjoy the origami at the end. So I enjoy the... And I, I'm embracing, t- starting to enjoy the journey or the crease, but I do enjoy the finished product. Oops, I'm sorry, I touched that thing. Uh, so I'm embracing the grease, the creases, not the greases. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> embrace the grease, and I think that's probably a good place. No, embrace the crease, not embrace the crease. The I think we could both agree on that. I've been a fan of the crease for a long time. You do like the crease. I do like the crease. Um, but uh, I think that's a good place to stop this morning. Um, this has been episode three, and uh, I, this feels pretty good to me. It does. We See, we made it work. It happened. We did make it work. If you would have been <laughs> in this room... About 15 minutes before, he was about ready to hit me. What? <laughs> Not hit me, but okay. you know. I was frustrating you. I can I can hear the frustrating voice in your voice. But I got there. See? You did get there. I did. You get there. You did get there. This is the the new and improved Ron and Amy leaning <laughs> into the crease, not running away from it, and getting an outcome. I love it. Yep. All right. We are out of here. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, as I said in yesterday's episode, we do really, really appreciate all of our, uh, what did I call them, uh, audio guinea pigs. Yeah. My cousin yesterday at church said... I love your podcast. I'm like, it's not really a podcast, is it? I don't I know. think we're in denial. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're in denial about this whole podcast thing. But yeah, uh, but yeah we appreciate all of our uh, 
audio guinea pigs so much and um, all of the uh, the feedback that we've been getting. And so I, that gives us kind of the drive to get up and to try and do this in the morning. Plus, I like just doing stuff with you. I like doing stuff with you, too. All right. We are out of here. You guys have a fantastic day, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.